Welcome to BIV Today. I'm Tyler Orton. Now look, Vancouver-based software firm Galvanize, it really made waves earlier this year when it was acquired by New York's Diligent Corporation for $1 billion US. That is what the former CEO, Lori Schultz, told me at the time. I don't think it was ever publicly announced, but uh, we, we can you know be confident this is now officially a unicorn company here in Vancouver. So what is life like after an acquisition of this size and scale? With us to lend some insights into that is longtime Galvanize executive and newly appointed CEO, Dan Zeding. Dan, you're also a former BIV 40 under 40 winner, and I, I just want to thank you for joining us on the show today. Well, thank you very much, Tyler. It's uh, great to be here. Well, look, okay, you were there. You're, you're on the ground floor watching this company that you've been with for a long time kind of ascend to unicorn status this year. What was that like? What was that feeling like, especially as, you know, I'm sure you felt kind of like a proud parent to a certain degree, right? <laughs> well, I very much did. Um, it, it was an incredible, um, it was an incredible outcome and, and, and transaction, of course. Um, really proud of what we accomplished and, and what, um, what Vancouver tech scene in, in general accomplished um, w- with us. But, um, you know, I've been here nine and a half years and, and actually joined here via acquisition as well. And it's been, just been an incredible journey to, to, to see it grow up and to, um, and to see it turn into that. But um, quite frankly, you know, it's really just another, another step toward our, our, our much broader vision. So um, as excited as we are about it, it's been a few months now and we're, we're hard at work on the next phase. Well, look, you guys uh, reached that unicorn status, and then after that, it just seemed as if it was like company after company in Vancouver. These, these unicorns, were they used to be a rare thing. You know, What's kind of your theory about um, why we're just seeing all, all these unicorns emerge from the city just in the past few months? Well, I think the um, I think certainly a lot of things change with the, the pandemic and, and the way um, the way um, investors in part- private equity and VC investors in particular think has changed a lot um, and created some some valuation opportunities that that have driven some of that. But broadly speaking, I just I, I feel like we've really um, we've really built a talent base here in Vancouver that's that's capable and ready and hungry and has the infrastructure to build the kind of businesses that that can become uh, that can become this size and, and scale. And while it, it, like you said, it felt like we were the first of, of several in a row. I, I just think it's been an incredible run for the city uh, while, while have, going through such a big time of change with the pandemic and all. Well, uh, you know, you guys specialize in, you know, governance software and maybe just for listeners, uh, tell me a little bit about what that is specifically and why it's in such high demand to the point that you guys are, you know, uh, getting big bucks for an acquisition at this point. Yeah, so uh, we we make software we call it GRC, Governance, Risk Management, and Compliance. And fundamentally, what our software is about is helping larger organizations, large enterprises, and governments um, implement uh, control and policy and the sorts of things that help them act with a conscience uh, as they uh, as they go about doing their their business. And while it's a software category that has been uh, around and and in a market for a number of years. Um, the world's really changing, and I think with the the onset of ideas like stakeholder capitalism and and um, all the focus on client uh, climate change, sustainability, the risk that was involved in the pandemic, it's really come to the forefront that operating with a conscience and having a a, a program for managing through 
big risks and big change is a really important part of how large organizations operate. And I feel like it's really finally at this stage after more than a decade for me of working in it really brought GRC and governance to the forefront of of a top priority for for large organizations. You know, a few years ago, I was speaking to your predecessor, and uh, Lori told me that uh, you know an IPO could be in the cards as well. But why is this kind of marriage between you and New York-based Diligent Corporation kind of a match made in heaven at this point? Because you guys are kind of very much running parallel to what you guys do. But I, I can imagine that there's going to be some uh, you know synchronizations that, that are just going to heighten both of your capabilities moving forward. Yeah, that's that's right. Um, indeed, we never had any intention of of uh, of selling the company. Um, we had thought a lot about um, the potential for for an IPO, um, but what happened with with Diligent is we just saw an incredible opportunity to really um, extend and accelerate into our vision. Um, and the reason for that is because Diligent is the global leader in board governance software. So um, so. Uh, thousands of the the largest companies in the world use Diligent at their board to to manage their board materials and the conversation uh, amongst their their C-suite and and board leadership teams. And for us, that was just an incredible opportunity to bring the awesome work that all of our users and customers do kind of downstream from there, more in the the front lines and management levels of the business. It's just an incredible opportunity to bring that work up and put it in front of the board and create a real vision for for GRC. And and, um, we like to say our vision is to become the operating system of, of conscious organizations and the opportunity to have a board audience supporting that vision um, was just something that we couldn't pass up. So I got to ask, you know, you're, you're now CEO of the company. Correct me if I'm wrong. You, you, before that, were you chief product officer? That's correct. Yes, I was. So what is that transition into kind of the, the the top dog sort of leadership role as this new sort of diligent brand, you know, that is, you know, galvanized? Uh, what is that transition like been like for you? <laughs> and, and how are you kind of maintaining kind of continuity within the company and, and the culture as you guys adjust to all these changes? Yeah, it's um, it's obviously been a, a a very big transition. I was very lucky to have a, a partner in Laurie Schultz um, as our CEO for a long time, and I think we shared a lot of a, a lot of values around culture and vision and those sorts of things. And so, um, you know, while while we changed CEOs, um, nothing about the the core vision for the company, I think, I, I think really changed. And so um, I feel very much at, at home in the role and, and, um, you know, reporting to reporting to diligent is kind of like reporting to a, a, a board that we that we had before. So I look at my role as really um, just making sure that we bring the best of galvanize our, our people, our culture, um, and our, our really great products, technology, and customers, and um, just driving forward with as much momentum as possible and um, bringing that to, to, to bear for uh, um, amongst the broader, the broader diligent family. So um, while it was a, a, a transition that, of course, I'd been looking forward to, to hopefully happen someday, it just feels, it re- really feels outstanding to be in the role and to get the opportunity to lead such an awesome uh, company grown up here in D.C. You know, I, I don't think I'm uh, kind of saying anything 
you know, groundbreaking when, when I talk about how the last year and a half it has just been perhaps the most bizarre kind of period that uh, we've lived through. But when you go through an, like an acquisition during this period, maybe you're not able to kind of visit the head office uh, as much as you'd think uh, you would during <laughs> uh, an acquisition, you know, like how, how does it feel like maybe you guys are in kind of your galvanized island to a certain degree? Do you think <laughs> changes might be afoot as, as travel becomes more uh, common? Tyler, it is a, it is the most bizarre thing. Um, we did this transaction having never met anybody from Diligent in person, <laughs> wow. um, and uh, and uh, of course since um, it's been it, it's been really um, I don't know if difficult is the right word, but um, just really something to be thoughtful about and think about how we manage through it. Um, that we really broadly speaking um, haven't yet been able to um, to travel and visit each other's offices. Of course, with the um, Canadian border restrictions for non-essential travel. Um, they've they bought us for a billion dollars, as you mentioned, and have have yet to be able to come visit our office yet. So it's a uh, it's um, not something I would have ever expected to live through. But at the same time, uh, I think we've uh, I, I think we've got a really strong culture at the company that has um, sort of transcended our, our our physical presence to some degree and made it um, so that we could really operate as us and bring the best of us um, into the conversation with Diligent, even though we haven't really gotten the opportunity to do it in person hardly at all uh, to this point yet. So a, a big company like Diligent, they're, they're not good to like acquire, you know, what, what is valued as a unicorn just to let it stagnate. Um, how has growth been going? What, what are kind of hiring plans been like for uh, you guys just in the last few months since the acquisition? Yeah, uh, we're having a really great year. I can't believe we came out of, or, you know, not out of yet, but like you said, this this crazy period with the pandemic and um, having gone through an acquisition earlier in the year, we're having our best year ever. Um, we're doing, um, we're growing faster than we, than we ever have. And I just couldn't be more proud of our team and, and, um, and what we're uh, contributing in that regard, especially having gone through through so much transition. So um, we're seeing really, really strong, uh, really, really strong growth results. And similarly, um, uh, we have, you know, I think right now we have over 50 roles around the world open. I think some 30 or 40 of those are, are here in Vancouver and, um, and uh, just working really hard to find the talent to, to continue bringing in the talent we need in this, in this awesome, but very hot job market here in, here in Vancouver. Yeah, you know, I'll put you on the spot just a little bit. You know, I, you don't have to show all your cards, but when you think of kind of the long-term plans for Galvanize moving forward, you, you know, um, what is kind of the, the, the next step? You know, what comes next for you folks? Yeah, so we will be um, ultimately becoming a, a more uh, integrated part of, of Diligent, um, but we're bringing... Uh, we're bringing a, a technology and platform that will really bring all of those, uh, all the diligent products together in a way that's that's really really meaningful. And as we look out forward into the future, um, we were a unicorn, but we became part of a we became part of another unicorn that is that is um, that is many times bigger. So uh, with with the uh, sort of the the combined strength, we're going to continue to. To go after our, our our vision of becoming the the uh, operating system of of conscious organizations, and we think we really have the scale now to do it on a on a a, a super global basis, and 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 off of a base of now some twenty five thousand customers around the world. We're we're really excited about the future. 
I, I'm curious. I, I don't even know if you know the answer to this at this point, uh, but a couple years ago, you were known as ACL. Now you're That's galvanized. Right. Do you think you could be known, uh, like just take over that diligent moniker uh, at, at some point? Or are you guys sticking with the galvanized brand for now? We think we will ultimately become, uh, we will ultimately become, we will take on the, the diligent brand. Um, we really want to be able to tell our, our customers that combined, that combined story of, of um, governance all the way from the boardroom to the front lines of the organization. And we think uh, doing it under one brand is, is the right way to do that. Um, but that said, we're, we're, we're still, um, it, that doesn't change anything about, um, about how we operate, the growth we're generating, and of course, um, continuing to build out a really great presence here in Vancouver. We're, uh, it's a very global company, and we are actually, Vancouver is now the, glo- the largest office uh, of any office in Diligent globally. So um, oh. we're, we're excited for Diligent to have a really strong presence in the city for, uh, for a long, long time to come. Well, I'll leave you off with this question because I think it's something that all companies are debating right now. And because you guys are a global company, there's going to be different answers depending on the office. But uh, how has, you know, life, you know, transitioning, maybe uh, is it working from home? And maybe are there plans in the near future to get more people back into the office? You know, uh, we're going to step four, hopefully, in uh, British Columbia in early September, but uh, what's the thought process there with regards to just kind of maintaining, you know, kind of your workforce across the globe and making sure that everybody feels safe? Yeah, well, we're, we're, um, we're really excited that, um, that uh, the, the, um, um, that the stages are progressing and that it's, and that we're uh, able to, to begin using our offices again. We did of course go to all remote work, but we're very much thinking about, um, our really great office space um, here in Vancouver and around the world right now is um, a really great tool that's available to our people. Um, and to the extent that we can um, make use of it safely and um, and and and, um, and and productively, we really want to think of it as a tool for for people to come in and use when they can get the most out of being productive and together with their team. Um, and if that doesn't mean coming in five days a week, that's totally fine. Um, where there's where there's more productivity and in working from home as we've got really good at that, um, that's fine too. And so um, that said, you know, for me personally, I, I draw a lot of energy being around the team and, and getting to be back in the office. So uh, I'm really pleased. Uh, I'm really pleased to, to be back in and safely reopening. Well, Dan, an exciting time for you, folks. Uh, I, I look forward to chatting with you more, picking your brain and uh, sharing your expertise. But uh, just for now, I, I want to thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Likewise, it was uh, really great, Tyler, and uh, appreciate you having me on. Excellent. That is Dan Zeding. He is CEO over at Galvanize, and that is it for the show today. But we'll be back with more. In the meantime, you can go to BIV.com. More interviews, more stories over there, more videos too, everything you could ever desire, right? Anyways, I'm Tyler Orton, and thank you for listening.